This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Welcome to the interview on the Raptors Republic Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Damelin. We continue our series on the Raptors 905, and today we got two Raptors 905 players on the pod. Their second round pick from last year, Jalen Harris, and a new pickup, Gary Payton II, who's definitely been making a splash for the 905. He's got two games of seven steals each both franchise records, and he's also got a number of highlight reel dunks. So let's get right to it. First, let's hear from Jalen Harris. There's a couple of interesting guys on your team. You got Trace Tinkle, who was coached by his dad in college. And we got you, who was coached by your dad and trained by your dad uh, throughout your, your, your younger years. I was wondering, could you tell me the biggest benefits of being coached by your father? Um, I'll say one thing is, you know, you have somebody who around, who's around that, you know, knows your game more than anybody. And so for me personally, like him being my biggest critic was always a plus for me because, you know, I knew at the end of the day, he always had, you know, my best interest in mind. And so for that, you know, for that piece, I feel like that was a good, a good thing for me to be able to, you know, get better and be able to really focus on the little things that, you know, only those eyes can see. You know what I mean? So I'm sure Trace has, you know, similar feelings with that piece as well. Yeah, and so your dad went to SMU, played basketball, as did your mom. And as some people know, uh, your mom actually was playing while you were in the womb. Uh, four months pregnant, she was becoming an SMU Hall of Famer. Now, I know she didn't coach you, but, and I'm not sure if, you, if you've been asked about this, but can you tell me what her game was like? She was like a, a four, a four, you know, she kind of played... She played around a 15-foot range, uh, 15-foot and more is what, um, you know, kind of what I've heard and what I've seen. She had a you know, nice little jump shot. She can get to the rim. You know, she had some post moves, uh, stuff like that. She put up some great numbers in college, like you said. And so I think she had a pretty uh, pretty well-rounded game overall. Yeah, she she makes the Hall of Fame, and like you said, she got the mid ranger. You got the mid ranger going as well, working on that three point shot. Um, and so, so you head off to college. You you transfer a couple of years in over to Nevada. You're you're in the Mountain West Conference, and I'm not sure if you, if at the Mountain West you have the same feeling as as Canadians do. Now, Canadians have this inferiority complex where they want the attention of the Americans of the big country beneath them they, they want the attention they want the recognition they want the nationally televised games for the raptors do you get that same feeling as a player out of the mountain west with the power five conferences oh yeah definitely i definitely think so i think um you know like kind of the same understanding that you just i think a lot of people underestimate the the mountain west you know as being one of those conferences you know one of those lower lower level conferences but I think, you know, individual-wise, if you look at it, it might have been uh, four four guys drafted from the Mountain West this year or something like that, some one of those numbers. And so I think individually that's good. And I think, you know, year in and year out, you always have at least a team or two who's, you know, top 25, who's, 
you know, got these that a nice resume built up who maybe might get slept on. You know, kind of similar to what you just described, uh, the Canadians feeling. Yeah, and, and, and out of Nevada especially, there have been a number of NBA players. Uh, JaVel McGee is one. And during your transfer year, you were actually practicing with the Martin Twins, both on the Hornets. And I was wondering, what were those practice battles like? Uh, they were great. Uh, super competitive, first and foremost. And I think uh, that was one thing that helped me prepare for my last year in college, uh, for sure. Just going up day in and day out against those that high-level caliber of players uh, such as the Martin Twins and uh, a couple other guys on that team, uh, Trayshawn Thurman, Jordan Caroline, there's a few guys I can go on, but, you know, high-level professionals. So I just think that got me ready for my last year and also for this year is, uh, you know, my first year in. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you obviously excel in your one year at Nevada, and I wanted to play a little game, a little trivia game called Name That Date with uh, Jalen Harris. See if you can recognize the date during your college career and what happened on that date in the in a specific game. Are you ready? All right, yeah, we can give it a try. Okay, February 12th, 2020. Oh, uh, February 12th. I'm not, uh, I don't know. I know it's a conference game. Sounds like a conference game. It was a conference game. Now, you had just scored four straight 30-plus point games. This was the game after that. Oh, okay. So, UNLV. That's right. So, you scored 29 points. You don't You don't uh, finish that. St- That's right. So, can you tell me, can you take me through sort of, you know, that, that level of competition and bringing your team through in that night? Uh, that night specifically, I know that, you know, I remember thinking back on it. Uh, I might have been like 0 for 8 from the 3 or something. I think I you're right. I didn't shoot the ball very well uh, from the field. You know, it was just one of those nights. You know, that was a tough team. It was in a hostile environment. And I think that, you know, to go out there and just find a way to win, you know, however, however it needed to be. You know, I might have had you know, 13, 14, whatever my high rebounds was. You know what I mean? Just, just trying to do whatever we could to win. Uh, honestly, that was a big rival game for us. And so, you know, that was kind of my mindset going into it, whether the shot fell or not. Yeah, and, and one other game I had for you, and you you probably don't probably won't recognize the date right away. It's it's November 25th, 2019. It was a game against Bowling Green. And uh, do you remember there was one highlight that happened in that game? Does that immediately come to mind, or should I describe it for you? Uh, is it a dunk? Yes, the dunk. So there's this massive dunk on a guy named Marlon Sierra from Bowling Green. And for guys like us listening to this who can only dream of rising up and dunking on somebody, can you describe the feeling of not only the dunk, but, but rising up and knowing that you're about to crown somebody? Uh, it's just electric, uh, honestly. You know, that's when it, when it happens. It's real exciting. It's real, um, real passionate moment, I'd say. But, you know, when you're in the air... It's just, it's, it's real satisfying, you know what I mean? Once you, you kind of get an understanding of, of a, you know, you know you're about to make it, you know, you know, you know, you know the situation, you see people jumping and the guys around and, you know, I, I just feel like I get really excited in those moments. Yeah, no, it's it's something that that people can't relate to, but but except when they're playing video games or on a Nerf hoop. Uh, so it's cool to hear it described by different, by different players. And the last date um, I have for you, which I think you'll recognize is January 8th, 2021. January 8th. Oh, that was, uh, that's recent. That was, uh, was that the first, 
that the first India game? That's right. Yeah, against the Kings. Do you do you remember Coach Nurse saying, "Hey, Jalen, come into the game," and and did you did your heart skip a beat in that moment? Yeah, that moment it did for sure. I was uh, you know, sitting on the sideline, kind of you know waiting on that time, waiting on not knowing. And when it happened, you know, it's the first time he ever called my name, and so I think that you know me personally, like you said, skip the beat first. Then, my initial, you know, I hopped up out of my seat. I pulled, pulled my sweats off real fast. You know, it was one of those type of moments for me. <laughs> now, I remember I, I asked Chris Boucher the, the same question, and he said, I was not ready when I was called in for, for Golden State. Did you feel like you were ready when your name was called? Or did you, like, look up, like, the teacher or saw you, like, texting or something? Did you, which one was it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I was more surprised the first time. Uh, wasn't, you know, wasn't really knowing what to anticipate, and so... I think that was how I felt the first time, but uh, after that, like I said, I think it's, it's real. I was kind of wide-eyed after the first time, and so uh, <laughs> the next couple of times, I was definitely just sitting on the bench eyeing him. Yeah, so, so obviously you're, you're hoping to get regular minutes with the big club. You're sent down to the G League in order to get professional minutes. And uh, you're, right. be, you're, you know, you're being head coached uh, by Patrick Montembo, now you're, you're eight games in. Uh, I was wondering, and this is my last one for you, I really appreciate it. Um, what have you learned about Coach Matumbo through eight games in the bubble? Um, I'll tell you one thing is he's, you know, he's a passionate guy. And he, uh, you know, he, he, as more as opposed to, um, you know, he does a lot of coaching, I'll say, but he also, I feel like he does a great job of motivating You know, he kind of knows the right things to say. I also think that, um, you know, for me personally, like, I, I pay attention to how much he pays attention to detail. You know, I think that's a big thing for everybody in this system, everybody in this program or whatnot. But I think he does, you know, a real good job of finding the little things day in and day out for us to continue to work on. Yeah, and it seems like based on, you know, our media availabilities with him is that he's a really serious guy, but he's got so much empathy for his players. He's really mm-hmm. he's really rooting for them, and, and I... I appreciate that you're here, not in, in, in agreement. Anyway, listen, Jalen, we, we really appreciate the time. Uh, our 10 minutes is up. Uh, so uh, we wish you luck with, with the rest of the season. Hopefully you get back with the big club, and hopefully we see all that talent showcased on the biggest stage. Yes, sir. I appreciate you taking the time. Everyone, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only 15 bucks a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today to apply. Go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com join. All right, on to the second half of our interview series today. We got Raptors 905 Garden, sixth man of the year contender, Gary Payton II. Gary, so you're among a few veterans on this team, and you're in a really, what I would see, at least interpret as a stressful situation. You know, you've, you've bounced around. 
but you seem like the loosest player on the team. Is is that accurate? Nah, um, over you know over my my few seasons I've been in here already. You know, it's just every season. You know, it just get a it gets a lot slower each year. Um, just you know, watching film reps in the games and whatnot. You know, playing games is just game slow down for me and down here in G. So, and you know, I can just help my teammates. You know, especially the young guys. You know, try to be fast paced and you know speed it up. You know, just try to kind of let them figure out. You know, how to slow the game down, but also you know guide them at the same time. Yeah, and you you seem to play the game with 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 some joy, and it wasn't always that way for you growing up. There was a, a apparently a point where the the game was kind of sour for you, but there was a turning point in an article that I read. Uh, it was when you met uh, a coach before your junior year of high school, Daryl Jordan. It, it helped you develop your your game and your confidence. Uh, but I wanted to ask you: your mom also said that there was a turning point for you when you started to love the game of basketball again. Do you know what she said? Um, no, I'm, 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 do you know? I don't know. Well, uh, the, I mean, in the article anyway, she says that it was the day you, you know, you learned how to dunk the ball. Um, do you have a memory of, of when you first dunked it and how that felt? I think it was, uh, my first dunk was, uh, going into my senior year that summer, I think, uh, in AAU. Um, we were just a run and jump type of team with press all game for 48 minutes and, uh, I don't, I, you know, I couldn't tell you the exact play, but I, I think I just got a fast break and I just tried to dunk. I've been practicing dunking all the time and I just dunked it. And from there, you know, just my confidence just went through the roof and, and that opened up a lot more, uh, you know, my game. And for, for us fa- fans out there who don't know what it's like to crown a guy, you, you've already crowned a couple of guys um, in the, in this G League bubble. Um, can you just take us through at least maybe in the ignite game on that fast break that two-handed dunk you had can you take us through sort of the the emotional arc of when you're about to raise up on a guy you realize that he's there too late and you're you're going to make a poster out of him um you know that's a, that's kind of hard to explain but it's just uh i would say it's mostly eye contact uh you know in, in the defender knows you know you guys make that eye contact like yeah this is about to happen so you know, we meet up at the top, and uh, and see and see who comes out on top. And uh, hopefully, most of the time, I do. And, you know, after that, you know, you gotta pat your head two times and let them know. You know, I got this. I, I won this round. Yeah, you do like to. I saw that head tap. That was a nice swagger move for you. Um, and uh, you know, you've you've come from the NBA and the G League, like I mentioned, bounced around, and. You come in with a lot of confidence, but as, as in this five-year journey since going undrafted in 2016, has there ever been a moment where you're like, you know what? I don't know if this if this journey is for me anymore. You ever thought about giving it up? Nah, uh, yeah. There's uh, there's definitely been doubts. You know, it's just um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, adversity. You know, there's, there's going to be adversity on this road, and uh, there's been adversity before. You know, um, I was in the NBA, so. You know, it's just just finding ways and, you know, mental things, you know, to help, you know, keep pushing and keep going towards, you know, towards that goal. And the goal is to, you know, to get a, a full guaranteed contract. So, you know, it's, there's going to be adversities every day, you know, in and out. So uh, just keep fighting, you know, stay the course and, uh, you know, good things will come at the end. And you've been on a number of teams with at least, you know, well-known veterans. I was wondering if you, if you got some good advice. You've, you've played with uh, 
Brooke Lopez, Jason Terry's been known as a wise guy. Matthew Delavadova, you played with Bradley Beal, although he wasn't playing at the time. Is there is there a veteran that uh, you've 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 ever looked to that's given you a great piece of advice? Yeah, um, I've had a lot of vets. Uh, Greg Monroe was on that uh, Milwaukee team. You know, all my old all my old vets, my OGs, uh, JT, uh, Matthew Delavadova. You know, they were in a in a point in their time. You know, JT was uh, on his way out. You know, he just uh, taught a very uh, a very strong lesson that you know they taught me which is you know to come every day and be a professional and you know carry yourself as a professional every day you know no matter what what the situation you in rotation out to rotation and uh just always be in the gym and get to work in you know you never know when your number's gonna be calling a guy like a guy from my situation so the best thing for for guys like me just to come and um and be ready you know and uh just stay ready so you know you don't have to get ready so they taught me that valuable lesson, you know, just to be a professional. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different guys that, you know, helped me throughout my game uh, in the years with different teams. Brad, um, you know, John Wall, of course. Uh, people uh, in Houston, whole Houston organization has been great, you know, with my development in the G League and also, you know, so it's just been a, a, a organization, you know, just helped me develop in. And, you know, I love my old guys, you know, old, my OG vets for that. No, that's awesome. I, and I actually wanted to, I wanted to get you out of here on a couple of what, I, what I'm going to call Gary Payton trivia questions. Um, all right. So see if you can spot these dates. Okay. Do you, or do these dates sound familiar to you? The first one is April 2nd, 2017. April 2nd. That's a, I want to feel, I feel like that's a Milwaukee. I got a call up where that was my first, my first bucket. That was your debut. And so do you, do you, do you remember when Jason Kidd called you to check into the game and what that felt like? Um, when was it? I want to say it was the first half. I want to say it was the first half. It was kind of, it was kind of early in the first half. Uh, yeah, he, he told me to go out there. And, uh, you know, I was a little stagnant. You know, I was just trying to get a feel for it. I was excited. Um, you know, first call up, first game. So, um, and I know we ran something. And Chris Middleton drove weak side, and I was uh, standing in the slot. And uh, he swung it. I shot my shot my bucket for the first three, and uh, my first bucket, my first shot attempt, everything was a three. Mm-hmm. And went in, got a timeout, came out of the timeout, and uh, my next play was a baseline dunk, kind of kind of on no, Nerlens Noel. So nice. So um, I think I remember that pretty well. Did you tap your head? No, I didn't tap my head. It was too early. <laughs> I had to get a, I had to get a adjusting, you know. <laughs> That's probably it's probably a good idea. Um, the, the next date, uh, I got three, uh, two more for you. November twenty second, twenty seventeen. November twenty second. November twenty second. November twenty second. Two seven. I don't. I think off. your first career start. Oh, my first career start. Yeah, after that, I started a few games. I remember that Delhi was out for a while. Do you remember the you know the player intro sort of you know getting up from the chair and like dapping up guys waiting for you? What that felt like? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Uh, we go into the uh, starting lineup. That's when everybody you know before post COVID was, was pretty nice. You know, got the lineup, got the jumbotron. Everybody, you know, there. It was it was nice. You know, it was nice. I liked it. I liked it. And yeah, Middleton scored 40 that night, just as a side note, in a win over Phoenix. And uh, the last date I have for you, April 11th, 2018. April 11th, 
was at, was I in LA? You were, yes. I was. That was the uh, twenty-five and twelve game. I think you. I think you're twenty-eight, unless I'm re- unless I transcribed it wrong. I think you had a career high twenty-eight that day. Maybe it was twenty-five. Either way, it was your career high. It's twenty-eight or twenty-five. It was your career high. Uh, yeah, no, no, it was twenty. I think it was twenty-five and twelve. Okay, I should confirm that. Against, against the Clippers, uh, me and Josh Knight, Josh Hart had a career night that night. I remember that. Do you remember what that felt like? You know, you're you're going off. You're you're. Do you start to feel like, wait, I actually belong in this league? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it was the last game of the season. You know, everybody may say it's the last game of the season. You know, everybody doesn't play or whatever, play hard. But you know, it felt like uh, I showed a lot of teams. You know, I can I can throw the ball. You know, different ways, and uh, it did feel good to be out there and you know just be on the court for a long period of time and just to get a you know get a long stretch. You know, just get comfortable in the system and on the court. That's awesome. No, listen, uh, hopefully you uh, you get that chance uh, again in the NBA. You're 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 making a real nice name for yourself so far for the 905. Uh, I really appreciate the time and uh, Gary. Good luck the rest of the way. I appreciate it. Thank you.